Jeff Burnham, and we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Monkey Farm. So the movie today is King Kong versus Godzilla from 1963. We're、yes. watching the Americanized version, not the 1962 original Ishiro Honda version, which should sound pretty familiar because this、yeah. is the exact same situation we were in with Godzilla King、yes. of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. This one, the 1963 version, was Americanized this time by Thomas Montgomery. Yes. And the Americanization is, apart from the English dub, essentially a film that includes a whole bunch of newscaster talking at the screen footage, and that's pretty much the only trick they had to make this an Americanized version at all. So, like with Godzilla King of the Monsters, we have journalists. Watching the movie, telling us what's happening in the movie. Yes, just like Godzilla, adapted by Raymond Burr. Adapted with Raymond Burr, not Adap- by Raymond Burr. He's he's added into it. Terry、yes. Morse did that adaptation. Yes. Okay. So covering up that, well, we should talk about the movie. That's a good idea.、So. Yeah. Why don't? Well, okay. So this is King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. And the reason we're doing this is because the other episodes was King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah. Exactly.、Yes. So we already covered King Kong. We already covered Godzilla.、Yes. And if you listened to our last full review episode, which was on Godzilla, yes, you would know that. We decided to do King Kong versus Godzilla to settle the score. Yeah, you see why we did this on the Godzilla one. And what did we talk about there? We did that because we have to bet on the movies we like more. Yeah, because last time we talked about how. Alistair liked Godzilla more than he liked King Kong, and I thought King Kong was a better movie than Godzilla, and so we were tied. And this movie's here to settle the score, and we'll get to that later. We'll come to that in the end.、Yeah. Who won, King Kong, Godzilla? There's a lot to talk about there, actually.、Yeah. It was a very long fight, so there's a lot to explain. Yeah, there's a lot to get into there, absolutely, and the fight was pretty in depth. So we'll go in depth into the fight once we get there. Another thing that recently happened was, of course, Kong Skull Island came out. Yeah. And in the、yes. post-credit sequence, it was revealed that Kong is in the same world as the Godzilla of the 2014 Godzilla film, and so we know now, and they announced this. That in 2020 we are going to have a Godzilla versus Kong movie coming out, a spinoff of those two. A new one. A new one, yeah. So they announced that after we decided to do King Kong versus Godzilla, so it all times perfectly. Uh huh. And maybe at the end of the episode, Alistair, we can take a couple minutes to talk about Kong Skull Island. Yeah. So we'll talk about that at the end. Stay tuned at the end, listeners. We'll talk about Skull Island at the very end. But back to King Kong versus Godzilla, nineteen sixty-three. Alistair, take it away. So the first part, we see this boat they crash into the iceberg. It's actually a submarine. I mean, submarine that crashes into the iceberg, and. Godzilla starts ripping open the iceberg. Yeah, Godzilla's been trapped in an iceberg. Yeah, and he was starting ripping it open. I mean, the first thing that happens is actually we get newscasters talking、yeah. at the screen for five minutes. Yeah, it's crazy how long they talk, and they're on like a satellite. 
It's very weird. They're in a space station. And the guy who's on the news says, "There's this guy who has these red berries, and this monster is eating them." Yeah, in the news report at the beginning, we get the introduction of the idea that there are these red berries on this island called Pharaoh Island, which is actually Skull Island, basically. But they call it Pharaoh Island. Yeah, they call it Pharaoh, and there are these berries on Pharaoh Island that. They say can cure cancer or something like that,、yeah. but the natives won't give up the berries because they feed it to some giant monster, which later、And、turns out to be King Kong. Yeah, they don't know what monster or the guy is actually explaining the truth. Oh, oh, because it's just speculation at、mm-hmm. that point. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately, then we go from the space station where they. Are reporting the news from as weird as that sounds to a submarine, which should be able to spot an iceberg. I should think, especially because they're looking at this iceberg and it's like a radioactive iceberg, and they crash into this radioactive iceberg. It's crazy. Yeah. And then Godzilla、it's... breaks out, and then here's something weird that happens.、Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this. Godzilla rips out of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And then there's this helicopter flying overhead, and the two guys in the helicopter look down at Godzilla, and they go, "Oh no, it's Godzilla!" Like they say, "Oh, Godzilla!" They freak out, and they say Godzilla's name. Then we cut back to the news reporters on the space station who act like Godzilla is this totally new monster that nobody's ever heard of or seen before. And、yeah. so, how did the helicopter guys, or the helicopter guys, if you will? How did they know about Godzilla if Godzilla isn't known in the world of this movie? I do, it's weird, right? Really weird. So let's get back into the movie. Do it. So there's this boat, and then they see the well. It's supposed to be called Skong Island, but they call it what was it? They call Pharaoh. Pharaoh Island. Mm-hmm. And so people go to Pharaoh Island. You're saying,、mm-hmm. yeah, and they're going there. Do you remember why they're going to Pharaoh Island? I don't know why. Okay, this is this is another weird thing. The reason the guys go to Pharaoh Island to find King Kong in the first place、mm-hmm. is because they work for a pharmaceutical company. A pharmaceutical company, Alistair,、mm-hmm. is a company that makes medicine. Okay, so this company that makes medicine, a pharmaceutical company. They produce a television show that's getting really bad ratings, and in order to boost ratings, the head of the pharmaceutical company decides that he needs a giant monster to get people to tune into the TV show. So it's like a publicity stunt. Yeah. Like that makes sense somehow. And there are these people who don't speak English, and there's this person who can speak their language. Mm-hmm. And. We see he says、um, they're allowed to stay. Yeah, they give the natives gifts, and the natives in this, oh boy, it's it's quite problematic because the natives are pretty obviously Japanese performers in blackface. What's blackface? Blackface is a thing that used to be done. And、uh, you might still see around. I don't know, but it used to be really common in theater in vaudeville, especially for people to put paint on their face in order to make themselves look like they have a different skin color, like they're a member of a different race. So rather than hiring actors who actually are of that race, what they would do is put on paint and just play the race themselves. Okay. Yeah, and that's really problematic. It's highly offensive. It makes people feel bad. Yes. Because it's like you're making fun of them. It's like you're telling them that they're not good enough to play themselves. Yes. So it's actually really bad. We don't do that anymore. At least we shouldn't. I don't know if there are people out there still doing it or not. I don't think so. I mean, Billy Crystal was doing a blackface Sammy Davis Jr. thing at the Oscars a couple of years back. So, I don't know. It hasn't gone away completely, but we do shy away from it now. Okay, just to get back, what I was gonna say is the natives 
or look the same, but there's like lots of people too. So there are a lot of natives. You're saying? Yeah, I think there's a little bit more than there was in the first. One we did, but I don't know if there's the same because there's a lot of the natives and in the first one and in the second one of King Kong. Yeah, in the original King Kong, there were natives. I don't know if there are more here or not. There might be. I mean, it's also called Faroe Island and not Skull Island, so I don't know. It might be a completely different island altogether, which actually makes sense now that I think about it. So this might be a completely different King Kong. I don't know.、Yeah. But you're right. There were natives in both. In the original King Kong, though, we actually did have people who had legitimately darker skin playing natives. Problematic though those depictions were in terms of stereotyping. But at least they hired some people who weren't just white people in blackface. There. Also, I was gonna say it looks like there's more mountains on it. Okay, so it's more mountainous. And it looks like it's bigger too. It looks like it's bigger, yeah. But the thing is, we actually don't go into the island at all. Why? Well, remember in the original King Kong, they go on a journey, like into the island. They go past the gates and they go on a journey, and they kind of do for a minute in King Kong versus Godzilla. But for the most part, we don't go anywhere on that island. They just kind of stay in the village. Yeah. And King Kong just comes to them. Oh, also, there, there's like this giant octopus that smashes the house because there's the berry juice, and it wants the berry juice. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the octopus for a minute? Yeah. It has this. I think it has more than the regular ones. It looks like it has eight or more, but they. Well, if、fun. it's an octopus, it has eight tentacles. Yes. And they shoot spears at it. Not shoot. They throw spears at it, and they throw torches at it, and they cut one tentacle off. Yeah, it does look like they cut one tentacle off. I don't know if that's in the movie or if they just had an octopus with a missing tentacle. I don't know. I couldn't tell. I didn't see them actually lop one off, but it definitely did have a missing tentacle. Maybe it was just a missing octopus with a tentacle, or they just cut it off. Do you know how they did the octopus in the movie in、Maybe. terms of special effects? They took a octopus, I think, still put in the water, but maybe they made it giant and made it look like it was doing what they wanted it to do in the movie. So you're saying they took an octopus and actually made it giant? No, I think they took a camera and they put it in really closely, so it looked like it was giant. Mm-hmm. They did that. Yes, you're absolutely right. They got that camera really close and really low. But remember, you said the octopus smashed a house. How do you get a tiny octopus to smash a house? Ah, maybe put a toy house. You got it, man. It's a miniature. It's a miniature house. Miniature. And doing miniature work is exactly what they did in the original. King Kong and Godzilla. A lot of times, they just had miniatures.、Mm-hmm. Especially in Godzilla, everything was done using miniatures, really. And、yeah. we talked about that on Godzilla.、Yeah. In terms of King Kong, it was a lot of stop motion, which are miniatures in and of themselves. But one of the things they do with Godzilla is they shoot things in real time, put people in suits, throw an octopus in there, and just have them smash basically little miniature. Houses and buildings and things of that sort. The octopus only smashes one. Yeah, but King Kong and Godzilla later smash a lot of other stuff. I think they smashed like a thousand houses. It was so crazy how many houses. Well, yeah, I mean we had two giant monsters、yeah. in Tokyo. Well, and in was it、yeah. Kyoto? Yeah, that was right. So it Tokyo, Kyoto. And some coastal villages. Yeah. Um. So, Godzilla and King Kong—they are giant monsters. But the first one we see is Godzilla. The second one we see is King Kong. 
How they meet Godzilla is after the news guys who are in actually a spaceship. Um, he pops out of an iceberg, and when they meet the natives, they see King Kong breaking through the wall. And after King Kong breaks through the wall, he comes out. He sees the giant octopus. They fight. And what happens in the fight? Well, King Kong walks up to the octopus. The octopus jumps on his face. He starts beating it up, and the octopus goes off and keeps smashing the building while King Kong is beating it up. And how's he beating it up at that point? Well, I think he was punching it, and I also think he threw the rocks at the octopus. Uh huh. And also, I think he likes to throw rocks too. This iteration of King Kong likes to throw rocks a lot. Yeah, he throws rocks a lot. Yeah, that's kind of his number one trick in this movie. Yeah, it's throwing rocks. He throws little rocks and he throws big rocks. Also, King Kong doesn't care. He just walks through Tokyo. Just walks through. Yeah, you're getting a little bit ahead though. Mhm. Because you were st- you were just talking about the octopus fight. How was、yeah. that resolved? Well, the octopus went away after. Yeah, it just kind of goes away. Yeah. Like he's throwing rocks at it, and then it just saunters off. Yeah. That's it. No,、uh-huh. no big conclusion. Just saunters off. Then I think they go on the ocean journey, and they have King Kong, where like these dynamites are there, and. They. He's on a raft. Yeah. And the raft a... is covered in dynamite. Yeah. The guy almost pushes the dynamite. Yeah. Well,、But、where are the guys? They're on the ship. They are trying to figure out what they should do. Yeah, they're trying to get Kong back to the mainland. Yeah. And like the, they decide they're gonna cut the cord to the dynamite. Well, no, they're gonna cut the cord to the raft, not the dynamite cord. I can see how that's confusing, cause they're gonna cut the cable so that they're not towing the raft anymore. Because why? Cause King Kong has to. What? He gets up. Exactly. And... He wakes up. Uh huh. And so they start to cut the cable for the raft, and that's when the. I I guess he's our protagonist. I don't even remember his name. There are three or four people who, who sort of share the protagonist role, but I guess our main guy, whose name I can't remember for the life of me, I wrote it down.、Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, so Sakurai is our kind of main character. You've got Sakurai. You've got his girlfriend. You've got his girlfriend's brother, and then Mr. Taco. Yes, Mr. Taco. They call him Mr. Taco. The movie on the boat journey, he wakes up. He starts shivering the raft, and the guys start shooting the dynamite. Yeah, because the plunger for the dynamite didn't work, so they're trying to shoot it to blow it up. Yeah. Do they? Yes, they do. Blow it. So、up. then, King Kong's dead, huh? No. No, dynamite doesn't kill him. No, just wait for a minute, and you boys pop up in the water. Whoa! And he is going towards the boat. I think. Well, think he goes. He goes to Japan. Yeah, goes to Japan. And who does he meet in Japan? Godzilla. That was their first fight.、Mm-hmm. Where King Kong throws rocks at him. And Godzilla uses his radiation breath to sh- shoot the ground with fire to sk- like scare him away. Then King Kong walks away. Yeah, it's a pretty short encounter. King Kong throws rocks, like you said. Yes. Godzilla blasts the ground once, and then he blasts King Kong square in the chest. And King Kong looks down and he's like, "Nope." Not having any of this, and he just walks away. Yeah, that's it. So、yeah. round one goes to Godzilla. Godzilla. Round one, Godzilla.
And then after that, Godzilla tried to go to Tokyo. I think it was the pit first. Yeah, they trap him in a pit. He, he tries to get, yeah, he tries to get into Tokyo, but they've got the wires. So the military actually stops Godzilla from getting into Tokyo. But on the other side, King Kong is straightly running through. Yeah, they keep Godzilla out, but they totally forget about King Kong. And they put all this effort into keeping Godzilla out. They have this pit, they electrocute him. They keep him out, and then all of a sudden they go, Whoa, King Kong's in Tokyo, or whatever. Like, he's just running straight to Tokyo. And I don't know how they forgot about him. He's just as big as Godzilla. I think Godzilla's a little bigger. Yeah, I think you're right. Godzilla's a tiny bit bigger, especially if you factor in the tail, because the tail's huge. Yeah, King Kong just runs straight through, and he's got his hands above his head, and he's running really funny. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. He runs really funny. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he grabs a woman. He grabs Sakurai's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Who I know has a name, but I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. But I, it's Sakurai and Mr. Taco. Those were the only names that really stuck with me. But uh, grabs her, and then what does he do with her? Um, He climbs up a little building, but not like a big one. A little building. Yeah, he climbs on top of basically... What a building that's kind of like a government building from the looks of it, kind of like a Capitol building or something. I know they said it, but we were going bananas watching this movie. We were yeah. having so much fun talking during most of it. And so it's kind of like a Capitol building looking building. It's not the biggest one, but it is what we expect from King Kong. Climb on top of a building with a woman in hand and he yeah. falls asleep. They just yeah. knock him out and the, and then she gets away. And it's kind of their like... Like, it's a token scene. Like, we have to have King Kong grab a woman, go to the top of a building, because that's what you do with King Kong. And that's kind of the only reason it's there. It's not much of a scene. And frankly, and I have to point this out to our listeners here, if it sounds like we're kind of just going through the motions here to get to the end of the movie, I mean, we kind of are, but the thing is, that's in keeping with the movie itself. The movie isn't all that interesting. Up until the third act. It is also just going through the motions. The absurdity of the narrative that some pharmaceutical company just decides, oh, hey, we need a giant monster because publicity is the barest excuse to get King Kong and Godzilla into the same spot. They kind of don't care. And I mean, the scene with the train is basic Godzilla stuff. You also get basic Godzilla fighting tank scene and basic Godzilla running into power line scene. You also get the very, very basic King Kong grabbing a woman climbing up to the top of a small building scene. These are all just sort of the bare minimum they needed to do in order to convey, here's Godzilla, here's King Kong, and it's just biding its time until they get to the end of the movie. And for my money, I kind of would have rather had had another 10 minutes of them fighting than a lot of that interstitial stuff. What are we turning on this movie to watch? Because we want to do a podcast. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what do we want out of the movie? If the movie's called King Kong versus Godzilla, what do we want? King Kong versus Godzilla fighting. Yeah, that's all we want, right? Yeah. And so the movie spends all this time kind of messing with us. Yeah. We get newscasters in space... Talking about berries. We get pharmaceutical companies talking about how low their television ratings are. Yeah. And it does feel like they're just wasting time until the climax. So, finally, at long last, Alistair, we are to the climax of this movie. Yes, they fight. We, like, wait the whole movie. Right? Mm-hmm. We wait the whole movie. We see one little fight at about an hour into the movie. We see one little fight. Godzilla scares away King Kong. And right? Then, and that's about an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh-huh. we don't get the final fight until one hour and 20 minutes into this movie. Yes. Ten minutes left of the movie. We yes. finally get the fight. <laughs> yes. And like how a is, regular fight. And is it worth waiting for, though? Uh, no. It could no? be, like, in the middle of the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's not worth waiting for. You wish it were earlier. 
Yes. If it were earlier in the movie, would you just turn the movie off? I would not. But I wish it wasn't in the middle of the movie. So you wish there was just another fight somewhere in the middle. And then we'd have yeah. a different fight at the end? Or this fight at the end and a different fight in the middle? Yeah, there was just like the one at the end. Okay. Yeah, I buy that, man. Because it really isn't enough King Kong versus Godzilla fighting in the movie. They only fight two times. Most of the movie's about berries and Mr. Taco. Yeah. There is the octopus fight, but... Yes. You know, yeah, I agree with you. There needed to be another one. But is it a good one? Yes. So, so shall we get into the climax? Yeah, let's get into the climax, yeah. But how does it get started? Why don't you tell our so, listeners that? They make King Kong fall asleep. Mm-hmm. They lift him up with air balloons to Godzilla. He wakes up, he starts scrambling the balloons, falling butt-first onto the ground. <laughs> butt-first onto the ground, yeah. Yes. And he trips Godzilla over. And the part where he trips him, he gets up. Who trips who? King Kong, when he falls butt first, he slides down. He trips Godzilla from the feet. Uh-huh, yeah, so he like slides down on his butt, down this mountain, which is, I mean, Mount Fuji. Sorry, not just any old mountain, it's Mount Fuji. Slides down Mount Fuji, right into Godzilla, knocks yeah. Godzilla over. Yeah. But then what does King Kong do? Um, he runs away and, again. Yes, and he hides. He does. And then when he comes over, then when Godzilla comes over, he smacks him to the ground and throws rocks at him. Yeah, so you got King Kong and you got Godzilla, king of the monsters. And I think as far as kings go, Godzilla pretty much proves himself dominant early on in this game. Yes. Round one. Godzilla won yes. outright because King Kong ran away. Round two starts with King Kong immediately running away and hiding. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That wasn't even a fight. So we, so going into this fight, Godzilla's already up one point. Yes. And then King Kong immediately just runs away. So Godzilla gets another point because King Kong just wanted him to. So he just ran away. Okay. So you think Godzilla... Already has two points. Yes. I mean, that puts me behind yeah. by two points, since I voted for the King Kong movie. Then, when he swings him around, he doesn't actually swing him around. He was trying to do, like, thing where Mario swings Bowser around, dude. Oh, like in uh, Mario 64? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. He was yeah, trying to right. do that, but... Godzilla was too heavy, so he picked him up and put him back down. Then he threw rocks at him. Then, then King Kong went back to his old shenanigans of throwing rocks. Yes. And then... How effective is the rock throwing? Um, really effective. He gets down, so he's not done. Well, well, you keep saying he. You should use their names. Um, King Kong just throws a rock, then he rolls away, like, somersaulted all the way, face first into a giant big rock. <laughs> yeah, which is so weird because you're right. Godzilla gets knocked down. King Kong, he's like dancing. He's like, yeah, I'm winning. And then he picks up a rock, throws the rock. As he throws it, tries to do this somersault move, like you say, but for no apparent reason. He doesn't need to do this <laughs> somersault. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go face first into a giant rock. And he, and he rolls into a rock. And when he does it, <laughs> He knocks himself out cold. He's completely asleep. Yes. And then Godzilla's like, what is that all you got? Yeah, yeah. He's like, is that all you got, bro? And he's like looking down at him like, man, that was lame. Because he knocked himself out. That's crazy. And he's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, and then the so then what does he do? What does he, Godzilla do? Godzilla swacks his tail on rocks and puts rocks over him. Yeah, he buries him. Yeah. He's like, King Kong's done. Let's bury him. <laughs> yeah. And then the storm comes and it makes him bigger. And then he gets but off. But who? Who? You, you're not King using Kong. their names again. Okay. King Kong, lightning strikes his face. 
Yeah. And then the guy says, electricity makes King Kong stronger. Now watch. And then King Kong gets up, picks a tree up, <laughs> and then he sticks it right in Godzilla's mouth. And then he's like, eat it. And then Godzilla puts it on fire, then throws it out of his mouth on to King Kong's chest. Yeah, he... <laughs> It's amazing. Let's 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 focus on this for a second. Okay, let's focus yeah. on this for a second because this is important. King Kong jams an entire tree into Godzilla's mouth. Yes. Godzilla uses his heat breath to rocket it on fire out of his mouth. Like a rocket ship. Like a rocket right into King Kong's chest. Yes. How right. cool is that? That's really cool. I agree. So, then they they fight on this like building, and then like this building is destroyed. And yeah, they're fighting right over the top of the building. Yeah. They're punching each other through the building. Yes, it's epic. It's so amazing. Godzilla keeps shooting fire at King Kong to try to keep him away. Like this is my part, but King Kong able to get over there and. Is he's like patting himself? It's it's really funny. Every time he gets <laughs> fired, he like pats himself on chest, and then it's really funny. Yeah, yeah, it's like so funny. And then they fall right into the water. Yeah, into the ocean. Yeah, into the ocean, and it's so hard that it makes an earthquake. Yeah, they're and fighting I, underwater. Yeah, and I said when. The earth, the falls, it's like a undercooked brownie. You mean overcooked brownie? Overcooked brownie. <laughs> yeah. It's mushy. Because it's like the ground cracks open and it's all mushy inside, but it's all cracked on the top. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And then... Would you say that's a metaphor for the entire film? Huh? King Kong versus Godzilla is an overcooked brownie? Yes. Yeah. You think that's appropriate for the whole movie? Yes. <laughs> They tricked us because the world didn't look like an overcooked brownie, but it was an overcooked brownie. Oh, so you're saying the entire time the movie took place on top of a brownie? Yes. Yeah? Well, yes. I don't know about that. I don't know. Oh, that's a debate for another time, for sure. But, yes, earthquake. Yes. Earthquake happens. A giant brownie. And then? And then the world cracks open and the buildings fall into the crack. Uh-huh, but what happens next? So, yeah, big earthquake, huge devastation, absolutely. Then but what happens next? The earthquake stops. Earthquake? Like a brownie <laughs> earthquake? Oh, I see. No, earthquake. Oh, it was an earthquake, not an earthquake. Earthquake <laughs> is like earthquake stopped. And then... King Kong comes out of the water, no sight of Godzilla. King Kong runs away. Swimming away. Swimming away, not running away. And then Godzilla, there's no sight of Godzilla. Then the guy says... <laughs> Our reporter on the space station again. Yes. No, before that, the guy who has the phone says to the other guy, King Kong has sight, but no Godzilla. Then the guy says... Good. I hope we see them not again for a long, long time. And then, yeah. I mean, why would they say that? Because he's running away. I mean, swimming away back home. Cause but he, why don't why don't they want to see King Kong and Godzilla for a long, long time? Because they were destroying Tokyo. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's bad. Yeah. And they were so worried about. Godzilla with his heat breath, but they totally forgot about King Kong. <laughs> yeah, that's how he got into Tokyo yeah. in the first place, when he came running through. Yeah, it was crazy. They thought it was just Godzilla, but then King Kong started running through. Yeah, I know. We're backtracking now, though. We're going back. So, end of the movie. Yeah. Godzilla's gone. King Kong's swimming away. Yes. So, who wins? Um... I don't know, because he's just, like, swimming away. Mmm, 
so it could be Godzilla who won? Or King Kong. Ah, Godzilla had two points going in. Yes. Okay, Godzilla had two points. We won't give Godzilla a point for knocking out King Kong, because King Kong knocked himself out on a rock. Yeah. Like a big goober. <laughs> so we won't give him a point for that. But Godzilla had two points. King Kong had zero. In the end, Godzilla's gone. But... King Kong has one point. And maybe. Maybe. Because he went in with zero. Godzilla went in with two. So the problem is, and this I think is what you're getting at here. They fell underwater. Yeah. We didn't see that fight. We should have seen that fight. I want to see that fight. Yes, me too. That could have added an extra 10 minutes onto this battle, which was only 10 minutes. It was so crazy. Why didn't they show us that? Yeah, I think anybody who watches it will agree. You want to see that yes. because ultimately not seeing what happens under the water means that we don't know what happened in the end of the fight. Yeah. Because King Kong might have won. King Kong might have killed Godzilla. But monsters are hard to kill. Mmm, so maybe Godzilla is still alive under there. But he's just so knocked out that he may be sinking. So he may have fallen into a crack caused by the earthquake or something. Or maybe Godzilla caused the earthquake and King Kong got scared and swam away. Yeah. We don't know. So here's the thing. Yeah. We're at the end of the movie here. Yeah. Trying to figure out who won. We don't know who won. We went into this movie, Daddy versus Alistair, because I was betting on King Kong. You were betting on Godzilla. I think in the first time before they went into the water, King Kong got one point because... For the lightning attack? No, for when he stuck the tree in his mouth. Okay, so you're giving him a point there? Yes. Then I think I would give him another point for, like, doing, like, running away. Oh, for strategy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. For being the only one to come back up out of the water, you mean. So two against two. Okay, so you're saying we're tied. Yeah. And we might not be tied if we knew what happened under the water. Yeah. But all we know is King Kong's the only one who came up. Yeah. So he gets a point for that. Earlier, he got a point for jamming a tree down Godzilla's neck hole. Yes! And that's two to two. Yeah. But if we record another one that's the new one, we stay with two points, and they might get more points. <laughs> oh, ah. dude, I like this. I like this idea that we will carry this tie over into Godzilla versus Kong when that comes out. Assuming we're still doing this podcast. Yes. And if it comes out in time, we'll keep going on the points, and whoever gets more points in that one is the winner. Hmm. I mean, you'll be, when that comes out, if I remember right, that comes out in 2020, I think they've announced it. Yeah. So that gives us a few years. Yes. So you'll be about eight years old. Yes. Yeah. So... It might take us a long time. We might be almost done, but we might not. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm up for keeping the podcast going. Yes. So, um, so Alistair, even though you wish there was another fight in this movie, and mm -hmm. so do I, and you heard me complain a lot about how the movie treads water for a long time, goes through the motions, it's the bare minimum plot, it only ends up with about 15 minutes of Godzilla and King Kong fighting. But would you recommend it? Yes. We also forgot about the stop-motion cartoon thing where Godzilla kicked King Kong. Oh, oh, yeah. So before we get into your recommendation a little bit deeper, it is worth noting that there is a bit of stop-motion in this. Yes. That like the we little... both saw it this time, too. Yes. And, like, so when King Kong turned around, runs after him. And then it was stop motion and he... For, like, a second. It's, like, one second of stop motion footage. And then King Kong just kicks him. And that's all the stop motion. Yeah, you can it miss like, it if you're not paying attention. Yeah. It's, like, so cartoony you have to really be careful to what 
Godzilla and King Kong are doing, then you'll see like the cartoon thingy stuff, and that is that motion. Yeah, it was it was really obvious to us this time. We rewound it, we watched it a couple times, paused it. By comparison to the original King Kong, very, yes. very cheap stop motion. And we also get some good puppet fighting. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's some like, great puppet fighting. Yes. It's like so funny. So when they're coming to the building, they're like over far away from the building. On the like, top of the hill. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's like puppets are fighting. It's really funny. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like it's like they forgot how to fight. <laughs> I know. It's well, so because their arms don't move, really. The puppet arms don't really move. So You have to make the puppet arms move. It's, it's so funny. It's like they forgot how to move. I know. It's weird. But let's go back to your recommendation. Yes. Why would you recommend this movie? Because Godzilla and King Kong are the same, and I won't say one of them is better than the other. Because mm. they're both great movies, and King Kong and Godzilla meet up to use all of the strategy for their own things, because they were both in different cities. And the movies, then they came together and they fight each other. I like that. So what you're saying is this movie is a showcase of all of the things that we've learned about King Kong and Godzilla before. And it's like the perfect mashup when they actually fight. Yes. Mm. It's just got a lot of stuff that we maybe don't care about around it. Except for the octopus fight. That was yes, cool. Yes, yes, yes. Now let's go to Beastly Best. I guess. <laughs> oh, you guess? Yes, because that rhymes. It does rhyme. I like that. That's a good introduction. Time for Beastly Best, I guess. I like it. So. What, Alistair, is your coolest monster moment in this movie? My coolest one is where, like... Like when the lightning strikes King Kong's face and it lights up blue, it's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. It's like his face is glowing and it's sort of pulsing, glowing, like a blue ape face. And yeah, then like he, he has lightning power, basically. Yeah, every time he touches Godzilla, there's like lightning coming out of his fingers and stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. I agree. That's really neat. My beastly best is when Godzilla rockets that tree out of his mouth at the electrified King Kong. Yes. Kong only gets the strength to jam that tree down his throat after he gets electrocuted. Yes. But Godzilla retaliates in a glorious way by shooting that flaming tree out of his mouth. It's, it is, like you said, a great show of their strengths. Yes. King Kong's got that brute force. Mm-hmm. Godzilla has that heat breath. So, like, in that moment, it's their two strengths coming together. Yeah, so he, like, rips the tree out of the ground, stick root first right into his <laughs> yeah. neck hole. Roots first. That's important, too. Big old dirty roots right down his neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so, did you get spooked? No. No. I we we pretty much agreed <laughs> before we even started recording that there's probably no get spooked moments in here. There really isn't anything I, spooky. I, I would say if there's any spooky moment though, anything for get spooked, it's when the kid is inside the berry hut and the octopus, the giant octopus is crushing the building and stuff. That's pretty unsettling. That's pretty stressful. But that's as close as the movie really gets to what I would call spooky. Yeah. It's not very spooky very much. Yeah. So, shall we go on to our... Should we sign off? Well, we did promise our listeners at the beginning of this podcast that we would give them your thoughts on Kong Skull Island. We don't have to go too deep into it because you don't want to give them any spoilers. But we did go see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And Alistair, what did you think? Would you recommend Kong Skull Island? I would. He's really strong, and there is monsters in it. Lots of monsters. Lots yeah. of monsters. Some are bad, some are good. There's like a lizard thing 
that like spits out people's bodies. I guess I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of monsters in that one, man. Yeah, that's a good one though because and you King know, in Kong terms of die. yeah, obviously he doesn't. I mean, spoilers, Alistair, but obviously he doesn't because they've got a sequel coming out where he fights Godzilla. But so sorry, listeners, if you thought maybe he was going to die and then come back for the sequel. I I don't know how you think that's going to happen, but uh, yeah, no. In terms of what we liked about King Kong versus Godzilla, which is the giant monster fighting. There's a lot of that in Skull Island. Yeah. I mean, objectively, as, you know, a screenwriter and a filmmaker, you know, I might have some hang-ups about it, you know? Like, I didn't really scrutinize it too much while watching it. So there's probably some issues in there, and definitely there were issues in terms of identifying who the protagonist was and stuff like that. Yeah. At first, it's John Goodman, and then it becomes maybe somebody else, and then it's maybe somebody else. So they really don't settle on a protagonist, and it doesn't quite seem like an ensemble picture at times. Yeah. But it is a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with Skull Island. So if all you're looking for is giant monsters fighting, you could do way worse than Kong Skull Island. Mm Mm-hmm. And we had a ton of fun watching it, didn't we? Yeah. Anything else to say about Skull Island before we wrap this up? Um, no. Okay, cool. Well, there you go. Some quick thoughts on Skull Island. We'll do a full review of it when we have time to actually yes. sit down and rewatch it and think about it again. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get signing out, I do want to say a couple things really quickly. Yes. Yes. First of all, thank you for your patience with us. If you're our regular listeners, we did take a break here for the spring. I'm working on a couple of screenplay projects that have overwhelmed my time. Alistair got a little bit sick. We've had a lot of trouble getting this very episode out. (laughs) So uh, we've actually had to record it in two chunks. Yes. And so, yeah, things got backed up. And so we appreciate your patience. But we are back. Mm -hmm. Our next episode coming up will, of course, be another Monster Stampede. Yes. Which is every other episode. And we've got some special stuff coming up for Monster Stampede. Al, do you remember what's special about these next three monster stampedes? The special things about them are our listeners wanted us to do them. Not just any listeners. Our patrons. Yeah, the next three episodes of Monster Stampede. So the May, June, and July episodes of Monster Stampede have already been chosen. And they were chosen by our patrons. So not quite sure what order they're going to be in. One of them's a really, really big topic, and we want to do it justice. So Alistair's been doing a lot of research. We've been watching a lot of movies together, and he's wrapping his mind around it. You know, I think mm-hmm. I think you've been watching, what, like movies for a month and a half? Yeah. Trying to really get this lecture together for Monster Stampede? Yeah. I think it's going to be a good one when we do it. So it might not be the next one, but the next three are all ones chosen by our patrons. So if you want to be a patron, if you do want to choose a topic for Monster Stampede and, heck, even make requests for movie review episodes. Yes. You can become a patron, too. Al, do you remember Mm -hmm. the website for that? Patreon. Slash word salad. Patreon.com slash word salad. That's right. So there you go. Next three monster stampedes. Big stuff. Really excited about mm-hmm. that. Well, with that. Should we get wrapped up? Yeah. Let's do it. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at Cadavercast. We're on Twitter at Cadaver underscore cast. And you can also email us if you have any questions or any thoughts that you don't want out there in the Twitter sphere or on Facebook. You can email us at cadavercast at gmail.com. And that's one word, cadavercast. We'd love to hear from you. We always love feedback. That's right. Any feedback we get, I always relay it to Alistair. And what do you think of it when we get it? It's awesome. And also, if you enjoy the podcast, just spread the love. You know, tell your friends. You know, we're sort of growing slowly and organically, just people telling their friends and stuff. And honestly, that's meant a lot to us. Yeah. 
So people listen to our podcast. They tell their friends. Their friends watch it. That's how we get so many people listening to CadaverCast. I know it's great, isn't it? That's right. Alistair, I think it's time for you to sign us out, my boy. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to CadaverCast. I'm El Burnham. And I'm his dad, Jeff Burnham. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody. We love ya. He like put the blades of a tree into his mouth hole. Head on down to patreon.com slash wordsalad. And why should our listeners head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad, Alistair? Help us and help me go to college. Yeah, that's right, because our patrons help us keep this podcast going. It costs real money to run a podcast. I know it sounds crazy, but it does. And so we appreciate any help we can get with this because we're not doing this for the money. But since we're not doing it for the money and we're doing it for the love of podcasting, it is also worth noting that here at CadaverCast, when we get money in, that money not only goes to upkeep, but anything else we get, it's going to be going into a savings account for Alistair. Yes. And that goes towards what? College. Exactly. So any money we make over upkeep goes into a college fund for Al. So if you appreciate the content we do here, why don't you head on over to patreon.com slash wordsalad. Every little bit helps. Helps us keep yes. the podcast going. Helps us keep the content coming. And yes. also... Someday we'll help this little dude who I imagine is bringing you a lot of entertainment. I know he entertains me to no end. Help him go to college and do what it is that he wants to do with his life someday. Yes. That's why you said go on down to patreon.com slash wardsalad. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>